Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the DVC Show. This week, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of the Grand Floridian, coming up next. The DVC Show is brought to you by DVCStore.com. You'll save thousands of dollars on your next DVC contract when you let the experts at the DVC Store help welcome you home. Visit them on the web at www.DVCStore.com or call 1-800-550-6493. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show coming to you from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friend, Sean Falk. Hi. Jackie Gailey. Hi, guys. From the DVC store, Jamie Carr. Happy holidays. Uh, joining us via Skype, Mr. Pete Shidley. Hey, everybody. And back in the production, Nook associate producer, Corey Fiescanaro. Welcome home. All right. So this week, we are going to talk about the pros and cons of the Grand Floridian. I certainly have very strong opinions on the Grand Floridian. Now, that being said, that was on the hotel side. My experiences, my negative experiences. But because this is a mixed-use property, meaning that it's both hotel and DVC, as opposed to, let's say, Saratoga Springs or Old Key West which are standalone DBC properties. Some of that hotel stuff will bleed, ultimately bleed over. Um, so I'm looking at this from that standpoint. So I'll talk about the pros on my. We'll go. We'll go around. We'll talk about the pros and we'll talk about the cons. Or should we do the other way? No, we'll do pros and cons. So first pro for me: location cannot be beat on the monorail. Very close to the Magic Kingdom. Um, it really is, location-wise, really phenomenal. The Villas building, the DVC Villas building in Grand Floridian is gorgeous. And it's got its own dedicated lobby, its own dedicated concierge staff to check you in. That is a big plus, because it means you can avoid... The crappy front desk cast members on the hotel side. Because they really were awful. Um, I don't think you can beat the dining options Mm -hmm. at the Grand Floridian. Um, uh, You know, it's a bizarre world for me, but Grand Floridian Cafe is rapidly becoming one of my favorites. Now, this was a terrible restaurant for years. And over time, now, recently, has made a turn and is now someplace I will go out of my way to go to. Citrico's, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a bad meal at Citrico's. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. It was Valentine's Day. I think it was 2005. Yeah. Wow. Okay? They couldn't get the steak right. Three times I sent it back before I finally said forget it. Wow. That was the last time I think I had a bad meal at Citrico's. Victorian Alberts is regarded as one of the best restaurants in the nation, not just the state, but in the country. Um, so you have really phenomenal yeah. uh, dining uh, options there. So those are like my pros for the grand. What about you? 
Uh, my pros for sure. Um, location. Um, I I love their lobby um, of the DVC resorts. It's one of my favorite lobbies. Um, I guess that could be a show. Um, favorite, favorite lobbies. Um, yeah, it I, could be. I, I love their lobby. Um, I love the fountain uh, that they have in there. I think it's so. I love anything that brings more intellectual property into the mix. Just because I like the intellectual property, they can't. You know, they need it's Mary Poppins. It it's Mary Poppins, and I mean, I feel the same way at Beach Club because they have the the aerial statue, and I think that each. DVC Resort could stand to have, you know, they should have a Simba statue. Like, it could be a little thing that they should have. Um, so I love the location of that. I love uh, actually the location where it is compared to uh, the parking, um, just because I was there a few days ago, and, like, there is that parking lot right in front of the entrance into that lobby. And overall, being able to check in there, I love. Um, I don't want to check in. You know, at the Polynesian, you have to check in with everyone else, no matter what part you're staying in. And even at, like, Beach Club, I remember when we were there for our seven and sevens, there was just, like, the one concierge counter. And right. it, was, it almost felt like if you go to, like, you know, uh, an off-property, like a, like a cheaper motel kind of thing where they always have that counter of like with brochures of like things to do like it felt like this very out of place thing whereas the the floridian is like these three dedicated people that are right there at their desk so it has more of that concierge feel well it's it's also those uh the the folks working the lobby of the villas building at grand floridian are concierge our Grand Floridian concierge staff. Gotcha. Okay. Then that's why it feels like they're the concierge. concierge trained. Um, so yeah, they are, they're incredible. They do really good stuff. Um, I love that the walkway is completely covered back over to the hotel side. So if you do want to go over there to eat, um, it's covered and you don't have to walk through the rain. And I just, I enjoy the, the main hotel lobby as well. I like being in there. I love listening to the piano player. Um, I like that it has 1900 Park Fair, even though, you know, food-wise it is what it is. Um, it's not bad necessarily, but not great. Um, but it's a great alternative when you can't get into uh, Cinderella's Royal Table uh, to be able to still have a Cinderella character meal and to have princess dining right in the in the resort as well as you know there's basin and um a lot of shopping options over in the the hotel side okay that's what i can think of jackie what about you on the pro side for grand floridian so the grand floridian has for a long time been one of my very favorites um i love the atmosphere there i love to just walk in the front lobby is one of my favorite places to just go and be um, I love the Victorian era of everything there. Um, the birdcage is so cool. And I learned that there used to be actual live birds there in that birdcage years and years ago. And I would have loved to see that because I just think that that's really cool. Um, and um, let's see. The dining is another one of my very favorite things about the Grand Floridian because they have everything from quick service to signature so you can get as dressy as you want to. You can be as casual as you want to. And there's plenty of options in between. And, you know, oftentimes people say that they feel like they're underdressed for the Grand Floridian. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I just don't – I've never found that to be something that I even gave any thought to. 
So even after, you know, being at the Magic Kingdom all day and we were hot and sweaty and gross and came to 1900 Park Fair to have dinner with characters and we were fine. It was, there was no, you know, so I, I love that. Um, I also, Mary Poppins is one of my favorite movies. So that was one of my favorite things about the lobby at the Disney Vacation Club building is that they have Mary Poppins theming in the lobby. Um I just think that's really cool. And I think that everything is just top notch there from the time you pull up and, you know, the greeter is there dressed in his very fancy outfit. And I think it's really cool that you can oftentimes see the carriage there with the ponies. So every time the last probably three or four times I've been, when I get there, there's photos being taken of a new bride, you know. Oh, yeah. I just think that that's so cool that you can just stumble on that. So I, I love it. Okay. So, yeah. Fiasco, what about you? So like we already mentioned, the dining among the best. Uh, for me, it would probably play second overall for all the resorts here in world for dining options, although I haven't been to Victoria and Albert's. But I, that's also like a different price range of all the rest. But second best for all world resorts. Uh, number one for shopping, I would say. Uh, close second would be something like Boardwalk, but for me, Grand is the number one. It's got four different stores, and each store offers a different theming. You have the regular Disney merchandise gift shop. You have Basin. You have the clothing and perfume cologne store, and then you have the own separate little grocery store. So it's, it's for my, in my opinion, well and above the rest of the resorts for that. Um, and, yeah, that's uh, – how, how do you like their it? spa? I know you're a spa person. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because it would have slipped my mind. Um, the spa is also among the best. I, I The Census Spa at Grand Floridian is amazing. I just went there for my birthday this year. And that was uh, where I checked off that I'd been to all the spas in Walt, on Walt Disney World property. Within, I've, been on, I've been to every spa on Walt Disney World property in the past 12 months. And this I would put among probably the top two. All right. Jamie? So mentioned already, the I like the, the port cachere, the ability to actually pull right up, unload your luggage, check-in is phenomenal. I, I think they need to rethink that at some of the other I agree. DVC resorts. It, it, well, I also think they need to consider adding valet to the DVC check-in areas. Oh, yeah. Um, I Agreed. always thought that was a little off, that I pull up to Bay Lake Tower, for example, or Grand Floridian, and if I want a valet, I've got to do it at the front. Um, so and the the good thing though, when you without the valet, is the parking really is like Sean said, yeah. it's right there by the yeah. tennis court. So it's it's really right there. It's still too far for me to walk. Uh, and not mentioned by anybody is the pool. Yeah, I really like the pool at Grand Floridian, and they've got the little um, like splash pad. Uh, area that they added when they did the villas, mm-hmm. which I think if you've got kids, it's it's great. It's a great little area. Uh, but I really love the pool there too, and just the theming of the resort. When when you're there, the villas. Uh, I stayed there not too long after it opened, but uh, there was nothing, nothing I could comment on in the villa that needed to be addressed, and uh, everything was pristine and. Um, it was great. There, so it, overall, beautiful. What you would expect to get out of Grand Floridian. Mr. Shidley, what about you? Um, without repeating anything anybody already said, 
because I do agree with a lot of that. No one mentioned uh, the rooms themselves. I think, um, you know, particularly when you get to the one bedrooms, two bedrooms, they're probably the most luxurious rooms. They are beautiful. Uh, uh, in DVC properties. Um, and not, not that DVC properties are bad, but, but, you know, some of them are more functional than really luxurious. But when you go into those rooms at the uh, Grand Floridian, um, they're really, you know, all the all the marble the marble shower and all the you know the tv in the in the mirror and everything like that you walk through there and you go wow this is really luxurious and i don't quite feel that at all the dvc resorts all right i I did want to add on as well um one of the positives as far as like owning at the grand floridian is that contract that you have is such a good contract like because it's so hard for other people to get into that resort so like you have a really really solid like because you have the seven to eleven months of availability to look for whereas there's other resorts like saratoga or old key west that they're less expensive but you can pretty much book there a lot of the time like having that home field advantage for grand floridian is a big value by having it I was going to bring that up as a con, but you're right. For an owner there, yes. that's a pro. It's a pro. If, yeah. you don't own, if you don't own there, it's really hard to get into. And yeah. so that's definitely a, a negative. <laughs> well, let's move on. Let's move on to the, the con side of the ledger. Um, for me, uh, I've always found the Grand Floridian to be stuffy. Yeah. Um, it's, kind of, it's kind of uptight. Um, and I've never felt really relaxed yeah. there. That's, um, that's out of all the resorts, that's the only resort that I walk into and feel out of place with theme park attire. Yeah. No, exactly. Certainly not the kind of place you're going to feel comfortable walking through the lobby in like swim trunks. Um, even though people do it. People do, yeah. It's still, it just kind of, mm-hmm. for me. Um the cast members, not in total, but I find I find the Grand Floridian, generally speaking, to be ridiculously overrated. Um, and that's sad because it is the flagship resort at Walt Disney World. And cast members are part of the reason why. There are some that are very good. But as my review indicated back in May, I think it was. Yeah. Um, there are some that are terrible. Um, it's also one of the worst run Disney resorts, in my opinion, at Walt Disney World. And that does carry over to the DVC side. You know, when we did our 7 and 7, that room was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But remember that iron-shaped heat stain? <laughs> yes. This massive oh, yeah. heat stain on the table. Because somebody put some moron, put a hot iron face down on a wood table. But housekeeping didn't catch it. Or if they did, they just didn't pay attention to it. And it was allowed to stay. That table should have been swapped out. I can't believe. I still can't believe when I picture that in my mind that a housekeeper wiped that table down. and. But I. that's why it. I pinned that back on the general manager. And there were so many service failures going on at that resort when we did our hotel review Yeah. back in May. There were so many service failures happening that that is one of the ways I know the general manager is no good. 
General manager's no good. Yeah, because the I don't know who the GM is. I don't have a name for you. All I know is whoever it is isn't very good at his or her job Um, and should not be there at that hotel. Should not be there. Yeah, because it's really such a simple training issue, really. Well, but you see, when when you don't have the right management at the top, you have these systemic failures that go down the line. That's why every time I review a hotel, I can tell you within 10 minutes how well run that hotel is, how good the GM is. Yeah. I could tell within 10 or 15 minutes if the issue I'm having is a one-off or if it's systemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and this has, the Grand Floridian has real systemic issues. Um, so those are the cons for me. I do think it's overrated. I do think it's very, very overrated. For that reason, I would never buy a contract there. So what about you, Sean? Cons? Uh, the number one con a hundred percent for me is not having a walkway to the magic kingdom. I think it's insane that there's not a walking path there. Um, the other would be the price for sure. It's very expensive. Um, and like, even whenever we talk about like, Oh, you know, the hot iron on the table, it's not something that would bother me. Um, but, and like, it sounds frivolous, but it isn't when you're spending, upwards of eight or nine hundred dollars a night on a room and i mean that's you know it should really be impeccable at that point you're spending a lot of money on this uh, to stay here and it is the flagship resort and so the price for sure um i do i get the uh, the point about being stuffy i always feel like i'm like I shouldn't be there that kind of, you know, that I shouldn't, I don't belong there really, but I've always liked it. I've, it's always had an, uh, an allure to, to going there. And it is, um, it, it is nice. There was something else I had, but I don't remember. I'll say it if I think about it again. Well, I, one thing I want to mention about the walkway, the reason they can't do it is because of the channel that they use to store and bring out, the electrical water pageant every oh, right, night. Right, right. And so they would have to build a flyover walkway that mm-hmm. would be so steep going up and coming down that it would be in order for these these floats to get, get mm-hmm. through. That's the reason why. Oh, I will say I do remember what it was. Um, one of my cons, and it sounds odd, but is a situation with the monorail. Um, I do like that you're one stop from the Magic Kingdom, but you're also the last stop whenever you're done at the Magic Kingdom. And so I don't like that. They're, I mean, they can't really control it necessarily in that way. But when you are that first stop, as I just ran into a few nights ago when I did the Christmas party, uh, the first monorail that came by was full. And they really weren't letting very many people on it because people from TTC had gotten on it that were taking an all. You know, the line was really long at TTC to get on the express monorail. So everyone, a lot of people just jumped on the hotel one. And anytime you're at magic kingdom and you get on the, the resorts monorail, uh, like you will see when you get to the, the ticket transportation center, 90% of the people get off the the thing there. Like it's a huge exodus of people that get off. I don't mind it. And it's something I do. Like if the line's really long on the express, I take the hotel one and a lot of people do it. But were I staying there, I don't think I'd like that very much. And I didn't know I'd never had to get on from the monorail to go over. So now I get the feeling of how annoying that would be. All right, Jackie, what about you? Cons. That was, so that was mine too, Mm -hmm. because last summer I went to the villains, villains, uh, 
Villains After Hours, mm. and I was staying at the Grand Floridian that night. And um, so one thing that's really important for people to know that I think is such a big con is that the monorail closes early. It stops running early. So when we came out of that party at about 10 after midnight, the monorail was no longer running. Mm-hmm. So we had to take a bus to the Grand Floridian. It took us 35 minutes to get there. We were on our lips, and that was rough. And when you're paying that kind of money, that is, a, in my opinion, a big con because, wow. Um, my other one is that I want them to put a coffee stand that sells muffins and pastries and just a few things in the Disney Vacation Club building. So they have a beautiful Nespresso maker where you can have it all day long. But I think that there needs to be a way to get food without having to schlep all the way over to Gasparilla. Because that's a pretty hefty schlep if you're up at 6 in the morning and you just want a coffee and a muffin. And it wouldn't be anything. They did it at Beach Club. They put a, a... you know, little espresso stand in there and you can get stuff and it's, it's very nice. And I think that they should really think about adding that. Yeah. So agreed. That's a con for me. Pete, what about you? Um, I mean, it goes with what Sean said. The, um, the point cost point per night cost is very, very high there. Um, and you know, comparable with the equivalent to what you're, you're seeing on the cash side. Um, so if you're, you know, if you're on a budget, so to speak, uh, even if you can get in, it's still going to cost you a lot of points per night. You can stay at a lot of other resorts for almost half the price, uh, than what you're going to pay at per night at the Grand Floridian. So you really have to really want to stay there and, and have the points to do it. Um, other than that, I mean, it's a beautiful resort, uh, but I would agree with the mention before. I, I think there's it's either you love the theme or you're kind of like indifferent to it. Uh, my wife loves it, loves it there. She loves, loves, loves that resort. Myself, I can kind of take it or leave it. So you know, it just it just really depends. Uh, and if you don't if you don't love it, it's again really expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I do think I mean. I don't know. There's, there's uh, the 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 dining's good. I mean, the amenities are all good. You know, there's uh, there's plenty to do in that area. Um, I found like the boat is a better choice than the monorail, um, even though it goes uh, Magic Kingdom, uh, Grand Floridian, and then Polly, and then back to the Magic Kingdom. It's still a lot faster sometimes than, Other than the, monorail, the monorail. No question. So, um, so that so that part I don't mind. I think. I think riding the boat over to Magic Kingdom is kind of fun and back and forth. So I don't mind the the monorail the when I was, you know, eight was the coolest thing in the world. But now it's kind of this, you know, big, stinky elevated subway. So, <laughs> well, it's probably the same monorail you were riding when you were uh, eight years old, given how long it takes them to cycle those out. Um, a fiasco. What about you? So I agree. It's stuffy. Um, I, it's, it's, it's not my style, and I understand people that it's, it, it is their style, but I do walk in, and you know we're in the theme parks a lot. We're in the theme parks for long days, and the proper attire for that is comfortable shorts, comfortable T-shirt, and I don't really feel 
I feel very out of place going to the Grand Floridian in that attire. Uh, also, I'm surprised it hasn't been mentioned yet, but unlike all the other deluxe resorts, the Grand Floridian is like a highway with those golf carts. The golf carts are just all over the place, always all over the place, zooming over the walking paths. And there's just, there's so many of them. And that can't be said really for any of the other resorts I've been in. The golf carts sure are there at a lot of them, but Grand Floridian is, they're just always driving around, always going through the walkways. No, it's like a highway. It's yeah. its really, the walkways are more like highways because, it, and I understand they have, you know, maintenance has to get around, housekeeping has to get around. I understand that. It just seems like, try walking at 11 o'clock in the morning. Try walking from the main building anywhere without having to get out of the way of a cart, whether it's one of their golf carts, their maintenance carts, their housekeeping carts. Something's coming at you. Yeah. Something's coming at you. And, sometimes and that's, not including, that's not including when walkways are entirely blocked off because they're doing maintenance on the outside of the buildings. And again, I understand they have to do this stuff, but the way the place was designed, they didn't take that stuff into account. So here you have this, you know, it's supposed to be this turn of the century Victorian <laughs> resort. Well, unless the resort was built on a highway in New Jersey, <laughs> I don't know that that theming kind of goes out the window for me. And, and also like, the, some of these, some of the carts are just so loud and so obnoxious, and it just—I don't know. It again, just, that has always bugged me. Yeah, and also, I mean, with it, like it's already been mentioned, it's the flagship resort. It's also, if you look at the the dollar price, pretty much on, it, it's the most expensive at a lot of times of the year too. And with that being said, you go into the rooms and. I mean, I don't feel like it's justified in comparison to its counterparts around Walt Disney World, where you have f- service failures like it looks like somebody just wiped uh, cinnamon roll frosting all over the sofa and like they breezed over it and like just cleaned it up super quick. Like that sofa that well, we you're had, being nice about what that stain I'm being PG. on our sofas, mine and my mother's at the Grand was. You're being kind or PG. Because there's a reason I call I call them the body fluid couches. I'll leave that to your imagination. But it was that dis- when my mother says I can't sit on that, it's disgusting. And you're at the Grand Floridian. That's on the hotel side. That's now when she went in to the villa side and saw that room, she was like, "Okay, this is more like it." Yeah. She loved that. Thank goodness. It's so funny because I am so different from all of you guys about my feelings about the Grand Floridian. I know. Well, honey, I love you to death. Everything's magical. Okay. I love the Grand Floridian. Everything's pixie dust and rainbows. And God bless you. We need one of you around to keep the rest of us miserable, crotchety, jaded old queens (laughs) grounded. But uh, what about you? So I would just say perception. Like, I don't feel uncomfortable when I go there. I love the resort. I think that the perception that you're going to feel uncomfortable or the perception that it's, you know, a step above is frustrating to me because Mm -hmm. 
people will say, oh, you know, I've seen pictures or I've been there. I just, it wouldn't be the right place for me. Well, how do you know until you stay there? And again, I've never, I love the resort. It, it doesn't bother me a bit to walk through there and anything, but there's this perception and that is the con for me that, that this perception has been created that it has to be a particular way because it really doesn't. It's like any other Disney resort and, uh, and just the availability on the side when you don't, when you don't own that, that would I've gotten to stay there one time, so that's uh, it's probably the only resort I've stayed at one time. It's a tough one to get. We and I had to stock that for a very long time, and I only got one night, so a weekend night, of course, when it's the most expensive. So, actually, <laughs> um, I did want to say because I'm not, I am now pretty well versed in like the cost of contracts and price per point and everything, but I don't actually go on and book things for myself i'm not on the dvc website that often like looking at actual dates to do because i've not done my welcome home stay or anything like that but a couple days ago i was on there just toying around and seeing like what little things were available through december and everything and i looked at grand floridian and like a standard room was like 40 like the for the standard view is about 40 something points a night whereas the lake view was like the high 60s so i was like you know this was, seems like a huge jump for a view like the room didn't change just the view so i don't know if that's usually the case like usually as a lake view compared to a standard is it usually a solid like 20 25 point jump per night in it, other places it's definitely bigger than other places and i think it's just because that the amount of lake view mm-hmm. is so limited yeah. Okay. That like if you compare, um, like Bay Lake, mm-hmm. um, I think, and someone's going to correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's like seventy percent is Lakeview versus mm-hmm. Standard, and then Theme Park is the least, and mm-hmm. so that one you're not going to see as much differential because that's the majority of the resort mm-hmm. versus Lakeview at Grand Floridian. There's there's not that many, and so it is a gotcha. much bigger jump than some of the other ones. Okay. All right. So there you have it. That's our pros and cons of the Grand Floridian Villas. And that will do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week with another edition of the DVC Show. Have a great week, folks.